Welcome to the Manor. Welcome back to the Twin Terrors, Macabre Manor of Mead, Metal, and Mayhem. I'm Jody. And I'm James. What is this? Our bazillionth Tolkien episode? Yeah, about that. Oh, cool, cool. Bazillionth, bazillionth and a half. Half a bazillion. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, it's Tolkien reading day again. Woohoo! Yay! So go read Tolkien, assholes. We'll talk to you next yes. time. <laughs> Short and sweet, just the way I like it. <laughs> so are you drinking anything? I am. I am drinking my last bottle of old engine oil. For those of you who can't see, I'm flying the bird. I'm flying the mighty <laughs> gua here. <laughs> I am having a bass pale ale. Ooh. Ooh. That's good one, stuff. One of the most English of beers because screw it. It's hobbity reading Tolkien Day. Uh, yeah, I see it, asshole. You don't have to show me. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's this year's special Tolkien reading day? Um, I, I believe it's love and friendship. That's that's what you told me the other day. It is. Tolkien reading day is one of those few episodes that we really don't have to have a lot of notes planned because we just get to start talking. Yeah. We think we know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> or, we, well, we fake it well enough. <laughs> All right, so, ask Jody before we started recording, or, well, mm-hmm. technically before the episode started, because I was already recording. That doesn't matter. Yeah. I said, Jody. And he goes, fucker. And <laughs> I said, how do you want to start this? He goes, I don't give a shit, you moron. <laughs> having trouble remembering that part of the conversation (laughs) things evolved rapidly (laughs) you see it's about love and friendship this is how we treat each other (laughs) yeah all right so since he doesn't have a suggestion i've got a few things we could talk about but i was going to bring up the thing that i was going to bring up maybe on this day anyway and then we decided not to because we're going to do something else and then we found out what the theme was and we went back to something else and this is going to be one of the things it's going to talk about Okay. Which is Boromir and Faramir. Yes. Brothers. Brothers, brotherly love. I'm not sure where we'll end up going, but I want to make sure I state that I love the movie in this aspect because it actually shows a brotherly love and that Boromir was taking his role of big brother seriously, Mm -hmm. but respected his younger brother. And he took on, he, he took on the quest of going to Rivendell, not just because he was the older brother, w- which is really there in the books. It's like, ah, it's my job. I'm the older brother. I'm going to go. It, kind of, it almost comes across crusty curmudgeonly. But in the movie. In, 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 a, in a way, yeah. But he, he also wasn't he the one that had the dream in the first place? Uh, I thought Faramir had it first and more times. And then Boromir had it once. Well, it looks like I have to go back and read the book again. I guess so. Like as if we need an excuse. Exactly. <laughs> I I do know for sure Faramir had it more often, and I'm I'm 99% sure Faramir had it first, also. Okay. Which would make sense because Faramir is actually more in tune with that elvish side of the Gondorian Numenorian bloodline. Yes. yes. But then then Boromir had, he's like, no, as the older brother, I'll take it on. And that's cool. But the movie, I thought, really showed his love for his younger brother much better. Yeah. Yeah. Because you got those scenes that really weren't in the book 
where the two of them were interacted. Yeah, like at uh, Osgiliath, right? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I, I enjoyed those scenes. I thought, I thought it was really nice that they put those in there. I did too. And I mean, they're accurate. They, they, that happened just mm -hmm. sort of, you know, more historical part of the book where they talk about it. But yeah, yeah, I loved it. Mm -hmm. and, and it's cool. It's, to be honest, I loved the movie Boromir much better than the book Boromir. And actually, yeah. liked the book Faramir better than the movie Faramir. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, yeah, the, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know, I know why. <laughs> I mean, in, in the end, the movie Faramir ended up like the book, and it was mm -hmm. much better. But the initial whole thing of oh, we're going to take you back to this place where we never actually went to, according to the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is fine, as we've talked about different ways of looking at it you know you've got the red book of west march or you know then versus whatever book peter jackson used <laughs> it's that's it's, yeah, it's, it's all good but i i love their brotherly friendship that that was shown in the movies mm -hmm. you don't see any of it in the book right i know because well like i said you don't really see them interact in the book i mean it's um it, it would have been in the appendices that even mentions them being in the same place at the same time yeah, and then you have Denethor, who acts like a complete and utter asswipe to yes. the younger sibling. And and speaking as a younger sibling, yeah. I can I can relate to that sometimes. Which which made Boromir come across even worse because he's a little crusty to begin with. And then you see Denethor, who loved him like nothing else, and Faramir couldn't do anything right, and mm -hmm. so made Boromir even more unlikable in the book <laughs> a little bit <laughs> through no fault of his own. Yeah. Yeah, I dug Peter Jack, and I actually see that. I, you know, showed his love for the Hobbit, showed his love for Faramir. He, he, he was just tinted because he wanted the best for his people, and it showed that instead of just, I want to save my people. It actually, my God, I just want to save my people. Mm -hmm. mm, empathy for characters. <laughs> yeah. It's it's nice to see a, a brotherly, brotherly love. Well, I I mean. I think you do see it in the books, even, I mean, not necessarily with those two characters, but you do see it in, especially with the hobbits. I mean, they're not, they're not brothers, but they, they love each other like brothers. Yep. I think, you the, know? yeah, hobbits do a much better job of portraying a, uh, a, a, this is where the English language sucks when it comes to the word love. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, 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 what, what is it? Uh, Philly, fil filial love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed to a romantic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the Greek because there's agape, which is just like sort of a, a love, but not romantic. And then eros is the romantic is sexual the, love. Yeah. And yeah, they they have multiple words. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I guess we have to quantify it, like you said with filial. Yeah, they do a good well, job. I mean, yeah. they're cousins, which helps. But yeah, they they look mm -hmm. out for each other and. And you and and I mean you do you, you see that kind of friendship, brotherly love develop between Legolas and Gimli when they meet. Don't want anything to do with each other, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because one's an elf, the other's a dwarf. <laughs> don't tell the elf. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I mean just that that whole concept is it, it permeates especially Lord of the Rings. You you kind of see it 
develop in the Hobbit a little bit with with uh, Bilbo and um, Thorin. You know, even though they 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 have their falling out, they patch it up at the end before Thorin dies. You know, and, but um, true. Yeah, it's 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 kind of it's it's all throughout um, the Silmarillion too. Uh, especially with like the Elven King Finrod and the uh, when when he because he's the one that really befriends the humans when they when the humans first show up in the first age the, the kind of friendships that he forged and and uh, you know and, and partially because oaths were taken but it was also because of the relationships he had had with some of the fathers that when it came time for the sons he you know he he, he undertook a quest that wound up being his own, you know, it, it leading to his demise. But he, you know, he kind of did it out of that place of filial love. True. Do you think some of that comes from Tolkien being in a war where your I band of so. brothers is? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And we kind of, we talked about the the biopic that came out. Um, and I think there was some of that too with, with the guys that he knew uh, when he was in college that all went off to fight in war and, you know, he was, it was like him and what one other guy were the only ones that came back. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do. I, I, I really do think that that has a, had a big uh, thing to do with it being in world war one and, and, and being, in, you know, with those guys in college before that. I was trying to think of what else I, I wanted to, to mention because Bormir and Faramir and you brought up the hobbits and that's mm-hmm. really, I mean, that, that's one of the bigger ones because Sam wise was Frodo's, gardener you know yeah. so employee more but they became fast friends and, and although mary and pippin were always close and they were cousins they became yeah they all four of them came back to the scouring of the shire and kicked ass and were mm-hmm. were thick as hell and yeah i i do like gandalf and radagast in the the doesn't show much in the books but in the movie uh, the, at least the hobbits movie yeah that uh, they they were they, they look like friends for whatever that may be for their mm-hmm. angelic beings. I think you're right. I think they, they, those two were more friends than just, you know, work associates, which is how it seemed with Saruman. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, Saruman had no friends. <laughs> he had yeah. underlings. That's, that's, that's his fault. <laughs> He chose that path. <laughs> he did. Bastard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just started re-listening to the BBC's Fellowship of the Ring today. And it got to the point where Gwaihir comes and rescues Gandalf. Oh. <laughs> and it's like, well, I don't, I don't like that many colors thing. Let me save you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I love that. He just takes Gandalf's word. Yeah. Oh, Saruman's turned against us and he's now Saruman of the many colors. Oh, fuck him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's be honest. We all know people who can be trusted and who can't. And the Lord of the Eagles always seem to know and trust Gandalf from years ago. So, (laughs) yep. So do you want to talk about the other kind of love or? Uh, Let's see. I think that was about all I, I really had on that you said Gimli and Legolas and yeah we did that we did that we did that I mean I do dig how I I guess I had mentioned Bilbo from the Hobbit Mm -hmm. became friends with the dwarves because they come by and visit him yeah yeah I mean that's what I I said him and Thorin but yeah I mean it um it was all of them 
yeah. even years afterwards. Mm-hmm. Although I think Bilbo and Gandalf ended up being that was kind of weird because they vaguely knew each other before Gandalf sent him off on the adventure, but by yeah. the end of it, they were pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tell you, you shoot, you shoot straight at the people and you tell them the truth and you're there for them. Oh, wait. No, Gandalf wasn't always there for him. <laughs> <laughs> and, and well, he didn't necessarily lie, he didn't always shoot straight. <laughs> Riddles sometimes. <laughs> he did, our precious. <laughs> well, I shouldn't say he didn't shoot straight with him, but he, he would maybe sometimes leave out information. <laughs> True, but I, I think that's because he wasn't. A, okay, so wizards are like statisticians. If we're not 95% sure, we don't want to tell you what's going on. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> what do you think, Gandalf? Eh, I don't know. <laughs> what do you think, James? Does this drug work? Eh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I swear I had something else in there. But, I mean, vaguely, yeah, we, we hit it all. Mary and Pippin, I loved in Return of the King because Pippin was so damn worried about Mary after Mary well almost went to a coma after stabbing the witch king mm-hmm. and you know that's that's the door i don't know it's it's it is weird because for all the masculinity and and everything of that era tolkien did a good job of writing men who who were friends and actually didn't mind showing their caring side to their friends yeah yeah i, I think i'm ready to move on. we can always bounce back if we need to but i think i'm ready to go on to the more eros instead of agape <laughs> Agape? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and th- there's obviously there's not a lot of it. I, okay, so there's none of it in the Hobbit. <laughs> true, true. Well, in the book, in the movie. In the book. Yeah. And we we've already discussed the movie love of the elf and the dwarf, which I guess I will say two things. One is listen to our episode, and the second is I don't really give a rat's ass, except that all that did was make the awesome female elf have to have a goddamn love interest when that wasn't necessary, when she could have just been a fucking awesome female elf killing people. Yeah, and she, um, trying to think of the actress's name, she didn't want that in there either, and the the studio kind of forced it in there. <laughs> yeah, then Evangeline Lilly? Yeah. It loved her and lost. Thought she will. I, actually, I loved her and lost until later seasons where they were making her just a love interest of the two main guys <laughs> which is i think part of the reason she didn't want to do it in the hobbit <laughs> jesus fucking christ can we <laughs> as a strong independent male who is very self-confident in his own masculinity i'm totally cool with women being portrayed as strong oh yeah <laughs> don't have to fucking have him give him a goddamn love interest just to make them interesting <laughs> jesus uh anyway but yeah yeah, the, yeah. not much in, not much in the hobbit I, you know the in lord of the rings you get two three three <laughs> <laughs> the first is a, there are two two in the- <laughs> well uh, the one you don't really see a whole lot is aragorn and arwen now, obviously, in the movie, they gave Arwen an actual role <laughs> instead of just kind of being a background character. Um, but yeah, in the book, she's really not. I, I don't think she actually has any lines in the book, if I remember right. She's just, you know, she's mentioned. 
and who's that beautiful elf over there half hidden behind all sorts of curtains yeah (laughs) Marwin. yeah um and then there's there's you know Eowyn and her unrequited love for <laughs> Aragorn, which which may have been more infatuation. <laughs> <laughs> so, infatuation. Oh. <laughs> um. Calm and down, and then but then you have Eowyn and Faramir, which, which actually I, does turn into something. I have to I have to give the book Aragorn more props on handling that. Yes, because I did not like the way they did it in the movie. <laughs> no, I felt like the movie Aragorn actually led her on a little bit, and I did not care for that. Yeah, the book Aragorn's like, I think you are awesome and you deserve love, but it's not for me. Move on. Yeah, the movie Aragorn, not so much. Yeah, maybe in the movie they thought that would seem a little cold hearted. They were trying to soften him a little bit, but I think it has the opposite effect. Like you said, I, th- I think it does kind of come across as leading her on a little bit because he knew he wasn't going to do that. <laughs> yeah. And we've all been, we've all had our, well, not all of us, but Jody and I definitely have had our hearts broke. Yeah. And sometimes it's just easier. You can do it softly. You can be like, I'm sorry. I love this other person. You are wonderful and great. It's just not for me. And it hurts, but it's better than you're cool and then two yeah. months later but i'm gonna fuck this other person <laughs> yeah okay that, that might have been more personal than lord of the rings but <laughs> still it's a valid point <laughs> um but it's it's the silmarillion where you really see those real relationships quick, real quick before we yeah. go there yeah the bbc version mm-hmm. i think does a good job of the, the I, I actually forget the actor who does aragorn but he does a really good job of just doing the lines like Tolkien wrote, mm-hmm. but not coming across as an asshole to, to Erwin. Yeah. To match up with a former episode, uh-huh. the BBC production, Bilbo Baggins is voiced by John LeMessurier, uh-huh. who also plays parts in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy <laughs> BBC productions. Yes, he does. <laughs> I, I was always going to say. <laughs> and I, I okay, you, said, you said Bilbo. Right. Yes. Because because Frodo was Ian Holm, who plays Bilbo in the movies. In the movies, <laughs> Ex- except for the Hobbit. Well, he he does the kind of the bookends at the beginning of the first Hobbit movie and the end of the last Hobbit movie as older Bilbo, but younger Bilbo is played by Martin Freeman, who plays Arthur Dent in the movie version of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> damn you england <laughs> <laughs> sam gamgee is bill nye who is in all sorts of things too like well he's a, he was a sorry slarty barfast in the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy movie <laughs> yes yes he was and been in shawn of the dead the the uh, eventually i want to do a cornetto trilogy with shawn of the dead hot fuzz into the world so i see we'll i still to- i still need to see into the world i've seen the other two so great uh yeah well that's that the one sam mentioned the other day when we we're getting yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I thought that's i thought that was one of those three movies so yeah so in which uh martin freeman also has a role <laughs> <laughs> actually the others but he has a big role in the third one much cool. more than the others but it, it, anyway yeah so much overlap <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but yes I, i'm ready uh well let's see what was i gonna um 
Oh, well, so before similar, and if, if you don't mind. Sure. I do really, and it's, it's short. There's not much, but I do like the Faramir Eowyn love story. It's, it's, I do it's, too. Yeah. She appreciates the warrior and like the warrior who has a soft side and he appreciates the female Valkyrie who is a warrior and kicks ass. Yeah. They're able to bring out the best in each other and heal each other. Yes. Yes, they are. That's where the book thing comes in awesome with Aragorn, who's like, I've only wanted the best for you. You found the best for you. I love you both. That's awesome. And everybody's yeah. happy. Yep. <laughs> it's much less of a love triangle in the books. Yeah. And yeah, I, I think you're right. You and Rod Stewart have it where it's an infatuation. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, yeah. Is there anything else? I mean, there, there's greedy love that you could talk about Golem and the ring and even Bilbo with the ring, but that's, that's not love so much as that's lost lost yeah I, I was i was gonna say maybe gimli to galadriel but i think that's more he's just awestruck by her beauty and that that, that could be love but a non a non-sexual a non-sensual a non-physical right like a dwarf who sees the beauty and wonderfulness of elves and and is that where he and legolas really then start to click yeah that's kind of where they start to bond so yeah, the, that love of her translates into a loving friendship between the elf and the dwarf. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I, I think I've, yeah, that's, yeah. A lot of the other things we could talk about is more of a lust and greed and a neediness for things, not, yeah. not love. Right. So I'm ready to go back, to go forward well, and wait. back to the. Sam and Rosie. Oh no, that's a gorgeous love story. Yes, it is. And so was the actress that played Rosie. <laughs> she, she's very attractive. <laughs> yes, I did this in the in the book. It, she's not listed as a, uh, a a bar maiden, right? I don't. I don't think so. Because I thought uh, she's Cotton, and, and her dad's a she's, farmer, right? Yeah, she's Farmer Cotton's daughter, and that's how Sam knew her. I don't think he knew her because she was the barmaid at the Green Dragon, yeah. which is what she is in the movie. But, I mean, I guess she'd also be Farmer Cotton's daughter at the same time, but, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I, yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember anything in the book saying that she was at the Green Dragon working as a barmaid. No, I, I, yeah. What I thought was just the Gamgees and, and the Cottons were close, and Sam even knew her brothers kind of yeah. well, right? Yeah, he had, he'd been friends with her brothers and had gotten to be kind of sweet on her. Yeah, and in fact, it's kind of funny because when he came back, he had no idea, and she's like, about goddamn time you fucking ask me uh, <laughs> yeah what 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 you're you're okay with this the whole time <laughs> so, yeah but, but yeah no i think you're right i think that may be the best love story of all in the hobbit <laughs> so the silmarillion yes and then this will be more jody because i have read it yeah uh, probably more than the average person but less than jody <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, it's, as far as romantic stuff in the Silmarillion, there, there's, there, there's a little bit with um, Thingol, King, King Thingol of Doriath, and uh, Melian, his, his wife, who is also one of the, the Maiar. So she's actually on the same level that Gandalf is. 
Yeah, this is the one where he happened to be going through the woods and happened upon her, right? Yes. Yeah. Which, yeah, so it's like is, going through is, the woods. Oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> well, I was going to say, this, that, that's a recurring theme with Tolkien and the the, the actual romantic love stories. <laughs> well, it's very uh, a folklore fairy tale. Yeah, because that's that's what happened with Thingol and, and Melian. And then their daughter, Luthien, Okay, so you got you got the Elven King Thingol and the the, the Maiar Melian, their 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 half Elven half Maiar daughter, <laughs> Luthien, and the human Baron, the human uh, warrior, have a similar meeting. And, and and that the the Baron and Luthien story is the big love story in all of this all of all the published books. They, of course, are ancestors of not just Aragorn, but also Elrond and Arwen. <laughs> Which, fortunately, far enough apart that their kids won't have web toes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Aragorn actually talks about this right before they get into Lothlorien, right? When they're like at the edge and they hear the brook babbling. I think so, yeah. And he, he sings part of what they call the Lay of Lethian, I think. It was... It was Tolkien's attempt to actually put the story of Baron and Luthien into a prose, um, uh, no, a poetic form, form, and he never quite finished it. But I love yeah. how Tolkien gives all those little, well, I, I won't sidetrack as much because right. it's not the only time, and we've mentioned it a few other places, but he gives these little snippets of awesome background of yeah. the history that he hadn't quite worked out, but it makes the world so much better. Yeah. There, there are a couple of others in the Silmarillion, and I'm because there's um, so there's Baron and Luthien, but there was another Elven princess and human warrior, and they and they were in the Elven kingdom of Gondolin, and I cannot, I can never remember their names. No, his his was Tuor. Was it Kella? Was was hers Kella Brindle? Oh hell, you're. I mean, I. When you say tour, I know I actually even how to spell it, but I yeah, they're not. It, it's um, their story isn't as in depth as the Baron and Luthien story, because in all honesty, the Baron and Luthien story was, I mean, that was kind of Tolkien and Edith, his wife, and I mean, and and those names are even on their grave markers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, her name was Idril. Idril. Kilabrindle. Okay. Yeah. Idril Kellerbrindle. Okay. Yeah. Last name. Yeah. Or however. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, but the, but those two unions of, of men and elves with Tour and Idril and Baron and Luthien are where all the half elves are descended from. So Elrond, Arwen, um, Elrond's two sons, the, the twins, um, but also Elrond's brother Elros. Is that, I always said Elros. I have no idea. I, I've always said Elros, but well, Elrond, Elros, you would, you know, think they'd kind of, you know, like, you know, Samael, Mikael. Mikael. <laughs> yeah. Um, Lucifer, Iel. Wait, no, wait. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so the, the Numenorians, including Aragorn, would be descended from Elros. So he was, he was Elrond's twin brother. But, you know, that's going into other stuff I probably don't need to go into. <laughs> oh, no, but, but just so they know, our listeners, yeah. they're, they're half-elven because they, half-elf, half-human, but then they, they got to choose which way they went with Elrond keeping the elven aspect, 
So he's yeah. keeping a lot. He's why it's why he's been alive for thousands of years. And Elros chose the human side where Aragorn and yeah. you know right right Is that a, a very short. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, in the yeah, which is why even though Aragorn and Arwen are cousins, the generational divide. <laughs> They're, they're was, uh, so far removed because of the generations between Elros <laughs> and Aragorn. It, it don't matter. <laughs> but yeah, those are those are the main romantic love stories. I mean, there's there's a there's another one that I don't want to go into. <laughs> I'm wondering if you're going to bring that I'm not, one up. I'm not, I'm going to leave that one out. Just um, yeah. Why, why go across town when you can go across the hall? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but to be honest, it really wasn't Durin's fault. <laughs> no, no, he just he didn't. She uh, well, I won't get into it. <laughs> Which is, yeah. um, but if you don't you, know it's your sister and she's just like you, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and she has amnesia because the fucking dragon did that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the great tragedy in the Silmarillion. <laughs> Well, yeah, one, one of them. <laughs> yes. Yeah, which one do you want to pick? Do you like happy endings? Read The Hobbit or Lord of the Rings. Do not, <laughs> under any circumstances. <laughs> uh. Oh, you know what? No, we forgot the most magical love story of all Tom okay. Bombadil and <laughs> Barry. Yeah. Which we covered in that episode, so you should listen to that. But oh my, Maya loving ways. <laughs> uh, who else puts on a damn golden cap and boots and trollops through the woods going, I'm going to get some grass for my gold berry. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Bombadil's uh, cool. <laughs> I, I still say that the one person that can play, have you ever watched either What We Do in the Shadows or the IT crowd, or Toast of London? No, no, and no, but what we do in the shadows is on my list. Okay. Well, that's the best of them, but the IT crowd is not far behind and is hilarious, and Toast of London is not far behind there. Matt Berry, if anybody can portray Tom Bombadil, I'm going to go with Matt Berry, who's in all three of those. Okay. And I didn't come up with that myself. I saw on a Tolkien fan site and somebody posted that. I'm like, oh my God, that is 100% accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tom, we've talked about him, so we don't have to go into detail, but I, hell yeah. Yeah. And of course, there's Fatty Bulger's love of a nice plate of food and ale, <laughs> but I, I, I feel fatty with all my soul there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but I don't, I don't. No, if I have anything else. Oh, I don't. I could ask you a question. I could answer. Have you ever thought, because you see the memes of, oh, Lord of the Rings had a PG-13, so they can allow one F-bomb in there, so this is where it should go. Have you ever thought of where you would put a big F-bomb in any of the three movies? I have not. I mean, I shared mine on, I don't know if you even remember, but I made a, my own personal meme. The first time I saw that, I'm like, where would I put it? And then I realized, and I showed a picture of a bare door, the tower with Sauron's mm -hmm. eye falling at the end where Frodo, after Frodo put the ring in, Golem falls in the lava and he's going to yeah. die. And it shows it falling and it's like Sauron going, 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I do remember you sharing that now. Uh, either that or right before it when Frodo put the ring on and everybody realized where it was. <laughs> and, and the Nazgul take off in that direction. <laughs> Of course, I think at that point the Nazgul would have been more like fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> uh, anyway, I I'm good if you're good. I'm good. All right. Well, we we hope you've enjoyed this Tolkien reading day. Yes, I mean me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's where the video helps. Actually, so you get ready. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna have to pay attention because I know when I edit these, sometimes I they're a little choppy and they sound quick, but that's because we don't know when we're gonna talk. <laughs> Let's see if this is better. Yeah. But yeah, uh, what am I gonna say? I'm gonna say Tolkien reading day. So you mm-hmm. should go read some Tolkien. Yes. I mean, hell, if nothing else, just read Google the uh Aragorn reading the Lay of Luthien or whatever it's called, Jody just mentioned. I think it's Lay of Lathian. <laughs> I, I believe you <laughs> i'm drunk so <laughs> at the green dragon yeah. but yeah go, go even just read something small like that or whatever but but then after you do that you should rate us review us so, so something like that yeah yeah tell people how awesome we are yeah otherwise i i i guess i'm james <laughs> <laughs> i'm jody and and we love you all, our friends. Yes. Yes, we do. Now, fuck off and goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. The Macabre Manor is brought to you by the Twin Terrors. All rights reserved. Stay tuned for some fun outtakes. I think Rob's a little taller than me. I'm definitely more of the dwarven persuasion <laughs> than, than the elven persuasion. That is That is accurate. So, in that vein, Jody, I'd like to say I love you, man, and fuck you. (laughs) Back at you. (laughs) You could, but, I mean, look at me. I'm gorgeous. Why would you? (laughs) I may need to rethink this so I can look at my phone more. (laughs) So, there I am at a party for the app with The Hobbit. I'm starting to make out with, uh, with with the actress who plays Rosie Cotton. Suddenly the Rolling Stones go by and they go, hey, you, get off of the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I have one more. I have one more little tiny thing. Okay. What do the Twin Terrors and Billy Joel have in common? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Our microphones smell like beer. <laughs> On behalf of somebody who's 100% sure that if a female version of myself from another universe came over, we would be banging constantly. (laughs) I don't think that would be incest, though. That's masturbation. (laughs) Exactly. Fainor, that cock knocker. Same Hobbit time, same Hobbit channel. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, wait, that'll be Python time. I didn't expect you to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>